Argentina, and welcome to this special Behind the Life podcast with me, Seb. And me, Jonna. As always, we pay respect to our original custodians of the land where you're coming from, home of the Wangal and Gadigal people of the Aurora Nation. Before we start and, and get into the main part of today's podcast, we just want to start with a couple of, I guess, another busy week in sport, Jonna. A couple of quick hits, I guess, from the sporting world. Um, in the cricket, Australia 2 0 up in the one day series against India um, after winning on Friday and Sunday evening here in Sydney. Steve Smith hitting back-to-back centuries, so uh, a great start for the Australians in the summer of cricket. Um, in the NRL, young, I guess a sad story out of the NRL, young NRL, a young Manly player, Keith Titmas has passed away aged just 20 after falling ill during a training session. He was rushed to hospital, but unfortunately passed away, so our, our thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends at this very, uh, I guess, tragic time. Definitely. A couple of big things in the NFL and, and I guess college football over the weekend, uh, Jono. Um, Callie Brownson became the first woman to coach an NFL position group in a regular season game when she filled in for the Cleveland Browns tight ends coach. Big moment for the NFL. Yeah, definitely a big moment in the NFL to um, have a woman represent in the coaching staff. Really good to see and hopefully we can continue to see more and more. Sarah Fuller also became the first female to play in a football game for a Power 5 conference, so college football over in, the, in America when she delivered the opening kickoff of the second half of Vanderbilt University. So again, another major um, story over in, in American football. Yeah, I think that's a big one as well, you know, showing that women can do it as well. Um, and, you know, there's nothing stopping them. I mean, I know we saw some talks uh, previously last year about even somebody in the likes of Carly Lloyd to possibly kick for an NFL team. So, you know what, the possibilities are endless there. We maybe can be seeing this in a couple of years, which would be great. Great to say. Again, we'll end this little part with a, another bit of sad news um, out of the football world. Um, former Senegalese footballer Papa Bopo Diop, who would have been better known for his time at uh, Fulham and Portsmouth in the English Premier League, has unfortunately and sadly passed away aged 42 after battling a long illness. He also represented Senegal at the 2002 World Cup where they had that amazing run to the quarterfinals. So again, um, our thoughts and prayers with Papa Bopo Diop's family. Um, and friends after after obviously a sad death um, and after battling a long-term illness. So, um, yeah, shout-out to him. Inside their own half, Maradona turns like a little eel. He comes away from trouble. Little squat man comes inside Butcher, leaves him for dead. Outside Fennec leaves him for dead and puts the ball away. And that is why Maradona is the greatest player in the world. He buries the English defence. He picked up that ball 40 yards out. Well, 2020, Jono, it's delivered some headlines, and just as we thought the year would just wrap up quietly, no, possibly the greatest football that has ever lived, Diego Armando Maradona from Argentina, um, sadly passed away last week from a heart attack aged 60. I guess over the last few days, the um, the sentiments and obviously his funeral that took place in Buenos Aires has shown the enormity um, of the, and the impact he had both on the footballing world and obviously society as a whole. 
Um, Diego Maradona was, in terms of the footballer, unbelievable. Um, we may never see a footballer like him again um, in terms of the skill and, and the way he was able to inspire his teams, uh, both at club level and also at national level, um, to great heights. Um, the day, I guess the Maradona off the field came with controversy and he was always surrounded by, um, I guess, his, his off-field uh, I guess his off-field drug addiction um, and obviously his, his character off the field did diminish at some points um, what he did on the field. But I guess, Jono, what were your first memories of, of, guess, of the great Diego Maradona? I guess both me and you never had the privilege of, of seeing him play live, but um, obviously his, his memory and, and what he did on the field has been passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, I mean, firstly, of course, as, as you said, our thoughts and prayers are with his closest friends, family, and you know what, even all those supporters out there, because he was more than just one person, he he was a, a god to many, and you know what he did on and off the field just, just showed, and, and what's happened in Argentina, you know, they took three days of mourning, and there was a reason for that, because how much um, love people had for him. Absolutely. And yeah, kind of getting to it, I mean, I think... Like you said, we didn't have the luxury of, of watching him firsthand. Um, but I think for me, my first kind of instance was, you know, I kind of grew up in that, let's say, YouTube age where, you know, you'd get online and you'd start searching players, looking at their little highlights, tricks, this, that. And I was always a huge fan of Ronaldinho because you can look him up and you can see all these amazing tricks and flicks and everything. But whenever you cross paths with one of those videos, you'd always come up with a Maradona video and you'd always see the, all the different footage of you know, either him playing in games, and there's some famous games of him playing, but it could even be him in his iconic warm-ups in, in pre-game. You know, some famous warm-up, I guess, in the uh, UEFA Cup semi-final yeah. second leg where you've seen him juggling and dancing, which, uh, yeah, is obviously gone. He's obviously one of the viral video on, on YouTube, and if you haven't looked at it, go and, go and have a look at it for yourself. It is quite amazing seeing a footballer before a massive game like that warming up as he is. He had like a, a sense of calmness and casualness when he stepped onto the field. And you could tell that he just loved the game. And I think that's what people love to see as well, that someone was just so passionate and just enjoyed it and, and played the game with, with such ease, but just demonstrated just, it, it, was, it was like a performance out there every single time he stepped onto the field. And, you know, you watch these old games and you know a lot of times you already know the score lines you know this you know that but there's always something that you pick up when you watch this old footage that's going to shock you and it comes from him no matter what jersey he put on he would always do something magical and that's that's what makes him great you know that's 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 really the thing that just makes him shine is that you knew that if you were going to watch one of his games he was going to do something special in that game absolutely i guess going through a couple of maradona's achievements um he had many but I guess some of his main ones were he won two Scudetto titles with Napoli in the 1987 and 90 season in Italy. This still remains the only two Italian titles Napoli yeah. has won in its history, which is quite amazing. It's crazy. Um, won a UEFA Cup with Napoli in 1989, a Coppa Italia in 1989 with Napoli, and then an Italian Super Cup in 1990. Um, obviously, he's, he's revered as a god over in Napoli, and you can see why. On the international scene, I guess most famously... He's known for the 1986 World Cup where he won it with Argentina, inspired, um, I guess, in terms of on the face of it, quite an ordinary Argentinian team, but he yeah. was able to lift um, not only his level, but the team and the players around him, which, again, is a testament to Diego Maradona, which, yes, he was a great individual, 
but he was also able to inspire the teammates around him, which I guess showed he was also a, a great teammate and team man. He wasn't yeah. just an individual artist, even though obviously he could he could do things um, from nothing. In 1990, he was a runner-up against West Germany, so very nearly again won um, back-to-back World Cups, which again would have just added to his um, the greatness of the man. I guess Diego, um, John. When you when you look at him, obviously his death has has brought um, there's been sentiments from all parts of you know life, not only just football, and obviously the outpouring of emotion that we've seen in Argentina, but also globally. Yep. Why do you think Maradona? Um, even more so than we've obviously seen the deaths of Kobe Bryant this year, which was huge in, in the States and, and worldwide in terms of the NBA community. Um, obviously, had the passing of Muhammad Ali. But there just some, seems to be something different with even Diego Maradona's death. And, and sort of, I guess, special is a word, but in terms of just the outpouring and, and what he has inspired, not only in people that were able to watch him, but even talking from our perspective, the people who didn't see him live but still feel a, a connection to to him as a footballer, what do you think it was about Diego that, that inspired this? Yeah, I think, you know, you're touching on him being a good leader and, and if you've just listened to anything in the recent weeks is, you know, the outpour of, of fellow teammates, things like that, that are saying how great of a person he really was and how great of a leader he actually was. Um, but I, I think that what he did was he didn't just only uh, inspire people on the field, but he also inspired a nation and a world. You know, what he did was he really provided a distraction for people from from life and you know he showed his passion he was a hero for them and he united people regardless of class and I think that was the big thing is that you know this was somebody who was a poor kid that came up and became that figure globally not just in one town but globally and you know what he did have some problems off the field and even a temper sometimes on the field. But I think what that showed as well is that with all those flaws that he might have had, it showed that he's just a normal human as well. And I think that resonated with a lot of people is that, you know, a lot of times you see these stars, this, that, that you don't see all those flaws all the time with them. But with Diego Maradona, he put it out there no matter what. And for that, I think a lot of people saw that and they just saw, you know what, if, if a regular person can do it, why can't I do it? And I think that's what really has showed is, you know, people really resonated to him for that that passion and that, you know, that he was that example of someone like him can do it than anybody else can do. It. And I think that's what you're seeing in Argentina is that they just they they love him and and around the world they love him. Absolutely, I mean it's an interesting point where you say obviously he's um he obviously came from the favelas in Argentina, the slums, yeah. um, the poorest of poor backgrounds, and he was able to conquer the world in terms of um the view from Argentina and obviously the view from the football fraternity. He had former t- teammate George Valdano explaining this, obviously, and coming out and say he offered to the Argentinians a way out of their collective frustration, and that's why people love him. Because Argentina, I guess, in the 80s was, was politically charged at that time. I guess Maradona, like any great, not only sportsman, but any great artist, delivers um, a break or, or gives people... Um, something to aspire to, I guess, or some sort of happiness and joy out of their own ordinary lives. Um, I guess Maradona did it in the most extreme way in terms of his footballing talent. Um, But do you think his background and, I guess, where he came from, do you think that almost, obviously, there's been arguments to, to, I guess, for us growing up, we've seen the great, obviously, Lionel Messi, 
mm. maybe the closest we ever see to Diego Maradona. Yep. Obviously, there's always the argument of him: is he's is he better than Maradona? Is he, is he going past Maradona? But do you actually think Maradona's background and, and his and I guess that poor upbringing? Do you think that in some ways, which is something Messi can't um, he can't bring to it, is almost has that that, that deeper connection to the to the Argentinian nation, especially in terms of what he represented and what he still represents. Yeah, I, I, I do think that that has a big part in it of, you know, then it just, I think it's more of that understanding that then he can connect with all people of Argentina, that sometimes people, when they come from, especially these poor parts within the country, they sometimes might not feel that same connection with someone, let's say, who, you know, I don't want to say has been given handouts, but maybe given better opportunities because of their economic um, situation. So I think that he, because of where he kind of started, it he can then connect with, with anybody within Argentina. And then also just pulling Argentina to the top. He's, in my mind, the reason why we consider Argentina even a powerhouse in football is because of what he did. And, you know, unfortunately, Messi's never going to be able to necessarily do that because he put Argentina onto the map. It's not going to be Messi that puts Argentina on the map. He can try and put Argentina back up to the top, but he's never going to put them on the map. And that's what Diego Maradona did is is he pulled this nation and he put them on his back and he he went full full force with it and and because of where he came and all the hardship that he had to overcome you know he was he was uh, one of eight children you know so that's that's even hard enough in in these poor areas and so he overcame so many obstacles to become what he did and he did it like i said in his own way and and that's what i think really resonates with with the people absolutely if you haven't seen it british filmmaker asif kapadi um, Kapedia um, made a, a documentary on Diego Maradona earlier this year yeah. um, where as I said if you haven't seen even if you're not a sport lover it is highly recommended and it's a great um, documentary in terms of showcasing the, the trouble genius that Diego Maradona was um, but what it did um, bring up in the movie is obviously that 1986 World Cup it did look at that and the moment against England where obviously you've got the hand of God which is the infamous Famous goal scored by Diego Maradona's hand and, and obviously him quoting after the game that it was the hand of God. And then obviously him scoring possibly one of the greatest goals, yeah. if not the greatest goal of the century, where he just glided past four English defenders from halfway and, and slotted into the back and then past goal, English goalkeeper Peter Shelton. But what was amazing about that game was for him, Diego, I guess piece of, of trickery in terms of the handball and then obviously his piece of mastery with that dribble was almost, a, a I guess, a him was a moment to define England I guess after four years after Falklands War yeah. so obviously there was a lot of political history in behind Argentina and England at the time and Diego Maradona was always he was a he was a person that was went against the trend he was um, he was a person that wasn't scared to talk his mind um, and a lot of time was an individual when he did that um, again John do you think those I guess moments and, and the way he sort of shape those moments do you think again that just puts him um whether or not you agree or disagree yes his hand of god yeah. was was cheating in terms of if that's the way you want to look at it but then also as he's described football is a game of deceit you dummy one way the defender goes one way it's all about deceit it's all about how can you get that one percent over the person and you know at that moment in time that's what diego thought was the right thing to do and he got away with it so yes it's a piece of cheating but in the end um that's what football can sometimes come down to. Um, and Diego was a, a street urchin. He was a street kid. He played street football. He wasn't. Um, he didn't get raised on these luxurious ovals, which they are now. He wasn't yep. 
Um, he didn't come from money. Um, he was a person that was always fighting, which again, I think is another point where it comes to Maradona's football journey. Yes, he was a genius, but it always seemed like he was fighting against the authorities, which I guess when you look at modern day footballs, it's a little bit less like, less of that sort of um, that fight. Yeah, and I think that, you know, looking at his overall playing career is you know he has a lot of great club achievements that you talked about but I think the biggest thing that's always going to stand out with Maradona is what he's done on the world stage and again it's that it's that fight that will that passion and you know he was he was he was fighting for a whole nation you know he he put the nation like I said on his back and you don't see that same passion all the time anymore you know you see that with some players but some players you really don't you know I think one of the most recent examples would have been even um, in the Euro, in the in um, I'm sorry, in the Nations Cup with Cristiano Ronaldo when he got injured in the finals, but you know what? He still was on the sidelines, you know, coaching his team, this that, and you could show, you could actually see his passion was coming out and that will and that want to do whatever he can to continue for them to win, and that's exactly what Diego Maradona would do. Is no matter what, he went out there and as soon as he stepped out there and put that Argentina jersey on, he was going to go out there and fight for his country. No matter how he was going to do it, whether it was through the hand of God, whether it was through beating a whole team on his own, whether it was getting hit in the face by somebody, he was going to get back up and he was going to continue to fight until he got the victory. And I think that's what people really latch on to as well. And that is one of his greatest achievements is is his will as a player. Absolutely. And you could never deny Maradona's will and passion. That's what I think made him a great captain as well. Because yeah. he led not only through his words, but also through obviously his footballing ability. But it's amazing, it's interesting what you said in terms of that passion, and that was even carried out in Maradona's later life when he used to go watch his beloved Boca Juniors. Yeah. And the passion he used to, he used to his daughter had to hold him back at times before he'd feel like he's going to fall out of the stadium. <laughs> um, and obviously that was, they acknowledged that, the, the Boca Juniors club where, um, I'm not sure if you saw the image over the weekend, but they, uh, they, blacked, they blacked out the stadium, but the only light that was left on was Maradona's VIP box yeah. um, that he used to own. So... Obviously, the, the connection to, to Boca Juniors, especially in Argentina, was was one that will be internal. I think, I mean, Maradona's obviously, his other side of it was, was obviously his his unfortunate mixing with drugs. And then obviously started in his early time at Barcelona and, and obviously mixing with the wrong people. Um, he also had his alleged ties with the Camore in, in Napoli, um, which I... I guess, Jono, you probably don't see that as much now because football is a, a lot more covered over. But I guess back then, Maradona was an in- interesting um, was an interesting man in regards to he, he he wanted to be away from the crowd, but he could never be alone. And in terms of some of the people, obviously, that sits around Maradona, influenced Maradona, um, I guess that was, unfortunately, the sad spiralling out of control during his football career and then obviously after his football career, which I think, as, as we've touched on before, especially for any football or any football or you know, I guess any sporting star um, the people that surround you are key in terms of yeah. um, being able to look after the person not only on the field but off the field um, Maradona's ex-wife Claudia Villafani actually um, I guess summarised it through her quote where she said Diego is the tender vulnerable guy she fell in love with Maradona is the bulletproof sporting hero he needs to do it invent to keep his sanity performing in front of crowds of 60,000 each week and dealing with a rabid press which I think you know yeah. encapsulates what the man actually had to pull through and we many people not many people are going to have to put up with what he had to uh, to face yeah I mean like you touched on was 
if you t- if you listen to any of the people that were close and surrounding him is even just allowing him to even they, he never had the chance to just have that time alone he was always in the spotlight um, no matter where he traveled um, what team he was playing on f- crowds would be swarming the hotel rooms they would be everybody would be wanting to touch see um, to get an autograph whatever it is but it, it's it's hard it's hard when you don't get an opportunity to be left alone you know and 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 often that could that could really play on one's emotions and one's mental stability as well and and unfortunately you know yeah his you know what his his career at, there was some bad points um mixing with the wrong crowd like you said drugs this that but it's just a buildup of everything that he all the troubles that he and hardships that he had to go through in his life as well you know and like i said you know you're only human so you can only sometimes take so much so it's unfortunate, you know, some some of those um, situations that he got into, but it also, in my eyes, it, it just makes the legacy of Maradona. You know, it, it completes him. Absolutely. Well, when you're sent to Europe as a young, I guess he was a young South American boy, he made his Argentinian debut ten days before his 16th birthday, which is quite amazing. Yeah. I um, mean, obviously moving to Barcelona when he was quite young in a world record fee, no family around him. Um, these days, you see footballers, any fo- young footballer is sent to a a foreign country, their families looked after, yeah. they're educated, um, which is the way it should be. But back in the eighties, this wasn't no, this wasn't the way. Um, and then obviously breaking the transfer record again to go move to Napoli, which is which was the poorest one of the poorest cities in Italy. And there was a lot of scrutiny when he moved over there because obviously the money that was spent to bring him in. Um, but what I think, what I think we may never see is the intensity of Naples around Maradona. The yeah. intensity, Messi, yes, Messi. But you know, Catalonians love him. Barcelona's in love with him. But I don't sense there's that intensity that Maradona felt, and he he was also a person that needed to be around people. He couldn't just live isolated in, in Naples. He he was sort of in there and in the mix, and I guess he couldn't go anywhere without being um, without huge crowds of people, you know, prying into his very every move. Well, I think what he did as well is you know. He'll, he'll always say he basically adopted Naples as his second birthplace, you know, that he really was Napoli. Um, and, and I think that also, again, that resonated with those fans from there as well, is, is what he did when he put on that jersey is he embraced that culture. And that's, that's what he did time and time again with no matter where he played. And that's why he is loved so much worldwide is because he brought it no matter where he was and he fully immersed himself with that culture. And in Napoli, you know, I think he will f- forever, regardless of anything, go down as their greatest. And you know what? The tributes will keep on coming because Absolutely. he he is he is Napoli. Just as he is Argentina, he is also Napoli in the yeah. same sense. Well, we've seen obviously man, thousands of tributes come in over, over and they continue to come in. Obviously, some of the most prevalent ones was um, seeing Lionel Messi score against Osasuna on the weekend and and take off his Barcelona jersey to show the new All Boys jersey, which uh, that's uh, that's obviously Lionel Messi's Argentinian club, um, and Diego Maradona did once represent them to, to, I guess, tribute him. And then you saw the Napoli players um, over the weekend against Roma. They all wore the number ten, um, and obviously massive tributes there. One of the one of the great tributes I thought though over the weekend was outside of the football arena. Where if you, I'm not sure if you caught the New Zealand All Blacks, the New Zealand rugby yep, team yep. Um, versus Argentina here in Australia. Um, and before the match, they um, they walked to the halfway line and had a New Zealand All Blacks jersey with the number ten Maradona on it, and delivered a, a very heartfelt haka afterwards, which I thought 
just shows you the enormity of the, of of the man. He cut through not only he cut through sport. He was he was more than just football. He, he cut through all parts of society and obviously influenced all all sporting codes. Where um, the name Maradona is synonymous with with greatness and and being the best. So um, yeah, I thought that was quite a moment on, on the weekend. Yeah, it was. It's it's great to see all that coming in. And you know, I think it just kind of in in summing it up, it's. It's not about what Maradona did in his life. It's about what he's done to your life, you know, and, and, and you got to really think about that, that the influence that he's actually had on your life, whether you play football or not, um, you've, you've heard of him. I, I, can, I can pretty much guarantee that you've probably heard of him at one point, and, and that's, that's what he brings. And, you know, um, uh, you know, unfortunately, he is now passed, but his legacy will go on forever. Absolutely. And I guess finishing off, Diego certainly was a flawed character. Um, he certainly wasn't a, a peaceful soul. He lived his life to the fullest, both on and off the field. Um, and not everyone in Argentina, you know, reveres Diego. Though obviously, he's had his his issues where he uh, denied having a child for thirty years, yeah. um, which he did sort of um, acknowledge at the end of his life. Um, there has been issues with with women and and whatnot, but. What Diego, you couldn't deny Diego, was his passion for his country, his passion for his club, and most of all, the passion for football. Um, that's where he was at most peace. Even in front of 80,000 fans on the football field is when Diego felt most at peace. Um, and I think Argentinian Prime Minister Alberto Fernandez um, surmised it um, last week when he said about Diego, you took us to the highest point in the world and made us immensely happy. You were the greatest of all. Thank you for being you, Diego. We will miss you for the rest of our lives. Rest in peace to the greatest, possibly the greatest we'll ever see, Diego Maradona. Thank you and good night.